Since 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been committed to improving the lives of America's veterans, first responders, and their families. For over 20 years, the foundation has helped America keep its solemn promise to never forget. Tunnel to Towers provides mortgage-free homes to Gold Star families and the families of fallen first responders with young children and builds specially adapted smart homes for catastrophically injured veterans, as well as work to eradicate veteran homelessness. David Marshall served in the Army during World War II and fought in the Battle of the Bulge. He's never forgotten the sacrifices of his comrades in arms, nor the efforts of first responders on 9-11 and in the days and months that followed. He is a loyal and proud Foundation donor. Tunnel to Towers is committed to supporting veterans, first responders, and their families, and so many of them need your help. Join the Foundation on its mission to do good and never forget. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. You're listening to the Buck Sexton Show podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Shoulder to shoulder, shields high. Welcome to the Buck Sexton Show. Team, welcome to the Freedom Hut Thursday, October 20th edition of the program. We've got the American people sick of living in the purge in so many cities across the country. Uh, The Purge, the movie, if you haven't seen it, is about people who have to defend themselves when all crime, including murder, is legalized and the government leaves them to fend for themselves. So what it feels like in a lot of cities right now, we'll discuss how that's affecting the midterm elections. Plus, you have Joe Biden and Fetterman campaigning together today. Still not looking good for Team Fetterman, but wow, what an amazing situation that would be to be a fly on the wall and hear Biden and Fetterman talking. I wonder who would win in a game of checkers. We'll talk about that and more coming up here on the Buck Sexton Show. So you got to stay with me. Uh, but my friends, you've heard me talking about the Mike Lindell My Pillow products for a long time because I love them. I, I'm living my life in them, around them, with them. These are amazing products that give you a good night's sleep, make you more comfortable at home. You've helped build My Pillow into the incredible company it is today, and you've trusted Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. 
Mike's latest incredible deal is on his Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about countless times before. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They're ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets are back at its lowest price ever. The sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code BUCK. Okay, remember, all MyPillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the Radio Listener Special Square, check out this flash sale on the Giza Dream Sheets, along with other limited-time offers. Promo code BUCK is essential to use to get the best possible deal. 60% off the Giza Dream Sheets. Just get yourself a pair of the Giza Sheets today. Get them in any color you like. They're amazing. You're going to love them. MyPillow.com, promo code BUCK. All right, here we have a few headlines from today. Uh, Just to give you a sense of what is going on in cities across the country. Man dressed as a ninja attacks New York City strap hanger with a samurai sword before going on the run in Manhattan's financial district. The attack comes after two subway track shovings, one fatal in the last week. That's Daily Mail. Also, Daily Mail, San Franciscans say they're arming themselves with baseball bats and stun guns during their walks to work past notorious drug sobriety center amid fears that addicts will attack them. And then there's also this moment, uh, crime capital, it says, horrifying moment that a feral mob bottled, shoved, and throttled a terrified woman off a D.C. bus after she told them to stop swearing in front of a young child. Uh, Just the the viciousness and disrespect uh, of a woman all uh, of this mob against this woman all by herself, just trying to ensure a little bit of decency in a public place. Uh, These are all the things that we're seeing happening across the country. And it's not random. It's because of Democrats, folks. Just is because of Biden voters, because of the people that Biden voters put in charge that we have so much less safety on our streets and that things have deteriorated so very rapidly all along here. That's what has gone on. And people see this and they are voting with this in mind. And that's what's really, I think, terrifying uh, Democrats. Uh, As I've said before, it is not the least bit kind to encourage people who are fentanyl addicts to just do their drugs out in the street, open air, live in tents, urinate and defecate in public, panhandle, harass people, demand money, because that always turns into stealing. They're addicts. They're addicts. They're in the grip of this physiological obsession with getting their high, and they're going to do whatever they have to do. And that does mean that a lot of them will commit crimes. Because addicts do not make good employees. They're not making money, folks. So they got to get the money from somewhere. We, we see how this cycle goes. And this is why it is turning into a real, powerful, a potent political issue. Dr. Oz, for example, who is, as of today, for the first time, Dr. Mehmet Oz is ahead of Fetterman in Pennsylvania in that Senate race. He points out what's going on in, in Philadelphia, the most populous city in Pennsylvania, and it's just a, the biggest open-air drug market, he says, in the country. It's a total mess. Play clip 13. Pennsylvania has become ground zero for fentanyl deaths. We're number three in the nation. Wow. We have the largest open-air drug market in Philadelphia. You go for blocks and blocks and only see addicts with needles sticking out of their bodies, and we're farming homelessness. Literally, Democratic policies have resulted in something that's shameful. They won't go there. I go there. 
because I want to show that Republicans care about everybody. And I think our party has a big enough tent and we love people wherever they are in their journey that we can help people in addiction. And that's where we're going to win. We got to take that approach. Help people and clean up the streets. Help addicts. Now, helping an addict doesn't mean here are free needles. We're going to change all the laws so you can, you can sleep on the streets. No, you're not allowed to sleep on the streets. What, what should happen is that the very extensive uh, public services that exist in cities like Philadelphia should take that person and say, look, you can't sleep on the streets, but we'll take you to a shelter. We'll take you to a program to get you off of this drug. We're going to help you. But it's not a choice to sleep out on the streets and do these drugs. It's illegal. You are violating the law by doing that's not okay. But we're going to move you to a place where you can get help, you can get treatment, you can get back on track. That's actually the compassionate approach. Democrats have completely abandoned this. There is no compassion, kindness, and decency in letting people wallow in filth in the streets, totally slaves to their addiction to opioids, heroin, whatever it may be. That is, that is not compassionate. That is not kind. And Democrats have been astonishingly and horrifically wrong on this issue now for years. Just make it legal to camp in the streets, legal to urinate in the streets, do the drugs in the streets, panhandle, demand money from people, harass people, engage in all kinds of frauds and, and, and street scams, especially against tourists. Oh, they do this in New York City against tourists all the time. And this is why people in San Francisco have had enough. How many times do you think a person can walk past a vagrant who's drug addicted demanding money and then screaming profanity in their face in front of their in front of the passersby uh, child or spouse this happened to me in new york city numerous times in the last year alone you say oh well, i would do really you're gonna you're gonna do what if the person hasn't assaulted you 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 would be uh, committing a crime to assault them so you're just supposed to take it you see you're just supposed to let them shout profanity at you threaten you in the streets cops won't do anything about that and if you try to st- square off or you try to defend yourself or your family from this verbal assault and this intimidation oh that progressive district attorney is going to really enjoy sending you the law-abiding taxpayer who's not drug addicted away for a little while make an example of you that's the mentality of the libs that's the mentality of the democrats you know it and i know it this is what's going on this is what is happening And what was amazing is that they're now so desperate, they're trying variations on the lies that they tell. And so you had this uh, this debate with uh, Kevin Stitt and his opponent. I don't even know his opponent's name. Hold on. I'll I'll, I'll look look up her name. Um, They had a debate. Joy Hoffmeister. And she says, well, your state that Oklahoma has a higher violent crime rate than New York or uh, or California, for example, play that—that that was what came out of all this. That—that that was the exchange, and uh, you got Joe Scarborough jumping in to say, "See, that's right. It's the red states that are so violent and dangerous." Let's play Scarborough weighing in on this one. Hold on, I gotta—I gotta find that one for you. He's in here somewhere. There he's. Number, wait, number ten, please play. This morning before I came on the show, because I've been hearing this so much, I, you also hear from progressives that crime is actually worse per capita in red state America, in states that voted for Donald Trump. So I actually tweeted out a study this morning and I said this study claims that 
crimes the highest in eight of the 10 states where it's the highest. There are red states that voted for Donald Trump. Jacksonville had uh, a higher rise of murders uh, than than San Francisco, despite the fact they're about the same. Look, the game they're playing with this is to compare violent crime statistics state against state instead of city against city. Because what you have, for example, you know, let's look at Missouri, for example. Okay, Missouri, you could say, is a red state. Who runs St. Louis? Who's in charge in St. Louis? Republicans or Democrats? So at the, the state level has far less influence on the crime rate in the city. And the cities in some of these states are going to be a massive component, perhaps even a majority. One or two cities can be a majority of the overall population, especially in some of the uh, more sparsely populated red states. So if you look at this, you say, oh, well, red states have, uh, you know, have higher violent crime rates per capita. First of all, they have much smaller populations. So whatever crime they have is going to seem like it's amplified uh, just as a matter of a matter of perception uh, that way. But also the real issue here is it's about cities. That's where the violence is happening. If you live in rural Oklahoma, does what's going on in Oklahoma City really affect you that much? No. But if you live in Oklahoma City, it certainly does. And so when you look at the cities where they have the most violent crime, overwhelmingly, overwhelmingly, you have Democrats in charge and Democrat policies in place. And keep in mind, there are even some Republicans who went along at some level with Democrat defund police at, you know, at some. Oh, we're going to have uh, we're going to have retraining of cops. We're going to do something here. We're going to do something there. There was a little bit of that that started to seep in as if cops were the problem. Suddenly, there's an incident with George Floyd in 2020, and now cops across the whole country are to be held responsible for what one cop did to George Floyd? That's what we're supposed to believe? It made no sense then. It makes no sense now. But they're trying to make it seem like, oh, it's the Republican states that have such bad crime. What are the safest, you know, what are the safest states in the country? Start to look at that, too. I don't know. Wyoming's pretty quiet. Vermont, Democrat state, pretty quiet. You look around, you say, yeah, but they don't have major cities. All right, let's look at the major cities. New York, uh, Los Angeles, Chicago, uh, you know, Dallas, Houston. Who's in charge in all those places? And also, what has been the truth um, when it comes to their numbers for the last few years? For the last few years, who has been in charge in those places? Democrats. What has happened in those places? Massive crime increases. So, I mean, so what are they even really saying? Because, by the way, notice that she says, "Oh, well, it's the red states that are worse." Okay, so, so are we gonna? Are we, are we still with defund the police? What are the red states doing wrong to make the crime as bad as it is? Well, it's not Governor Abbott's fault in Texas that Houston is having such a bad year when it comes to crime. It's the Houston mayor and Houston PD and the prosecutors. They're the ones who are in charge. They're the ones who are actually trying to create safety on the streets. Democrats. And Soros progressive prosecutors, too. But see, they'll try anything. They will try any excuse, anything they can say that avoids the obvious conclusion, which is they don't really they don't really even care about how bad it has been. They don't care about what a mess the situation has been. Up to this point, they just want to stay in power. 
more than anything else, that is what really matters to them. So I, I will say I'm very pleased right now that the election is moving in the right direction. The red wave does seem to be on its way, but we can take nothing for granted. We'll get into some more of this in a second. What are we seeing? What are some of the elections, some of the close ones that I think we need to? Oh, and Fetterman and Biden hanging out together. We'll talk about it. You ever thought about being a real estate investor? I'd never even bought a house to live in before, never mind as an investor. And then I met my friends at Done For Your Real Estate, and they walked me through, sat down with them, the founders, for an hour. Great guys. Just really honest, good people. And they want to help people. Yeah, they're running a business, but they're running a business that's trying to improve people's lives by teaching them how to be real estate investors. And they make it all so simple and straightforward. You don't have to be rich to do this. Not at all. This is something that you can do over the long term. Smart, sound real estate investing. You start getting free cash flow coming to you every month, which is nice. But the biggest gain is over the long term, building up equity and appreciation in that home you bought as an investment. And this is a really sound way to supplement your retirement. Uh, For those of you who are thinking, you know, 10, 15 years down the road, 20 years down the road, what am I going to be doing? This is a really smart play. I've now bought multiple houses with Done For Your Real Estate. They walk you through every step of the process. I mean, they teach you as you go, too. You, you get on a Zoom call, and they say, okay, well, here are the markets we're looking at. Here are the teams you could work with there to get a house. And it's fun, too. You get to go house shopping as an investment, right? It's kind of cool. I like real estate. And then you say, well, I like this house. And they say, well, this is, the, this is a great buy. That's why we're presenting it to you. And you, you get that house. They help you get the loan, the management company, and the tenant in place, and you're getting free cash flow every month. It's a fabulous system. Go to doneforyoubuck.com to see how this works. I've gotten my brothers to become clients. I have numerous friends who have become clients of Done For You Real Estate. Doneforyoubuck.com. Again, that's doneforyoubuck.com. And you're going to see it's really cool and a really smart way to build financial security for your future. All right, let's take a look at the elections for a second. You know, I just talked to uh, some great congressional candidates on the right. We talked to uh, Joe Kent on the uh, radio show, Clay and Buck show, before. He's running out of Washington. The guy is, uh, the guy is like a superhero. I mean, he's uh, 11 combat deployments, U.S. Army Special Forces. Um, his, his wife died in the service of her country in, in Syria fighting against ISIS. Uh, so a part of, you know, part of the U.S. DOD effort over there. I mean, it's... It's uh, incredible to see the patriotism, love for country that so many, you know, Eli Crane. I mean, we've got so many of these great candidates coming forward now. Balduck in New Hampshire, who are veterans. Um, and, and we've got a, a bunch of young women Republican candidates. Anna Paulina Luna, Catalina Lauf, Madison Jesiato, Carolyn Levitt, who are going to be future stars of the Republican Party. Uh, assuming they win this election, which means everybody needs to get out there in these states, uh, Ohio, New Hampshire, Florida, uh, Washington State. Those are some of the ones I mentioned. And you got to vote. you got to get out there and support these candidates. But it's breaking for Republicans here at the right time. I think that's what's so critical. That is what is so key. And uh, the Biden apparatus is just floundering, man. Can you imagine right now on the plane with Biden and Fetterman? Fetterman's all, hello, I'm here on a on a flying cylinder thingy that goes in the sky, it's like a choo-choo, but in the sky. And then you get Biden, like, oh, yeah, man, it's great. It's a plane. It's, you know, it's just like, you know, 
I was a pilot. I mean, not really. I'm lying, but no one cares when I lie, man. So it's fine. You know, not a joke. And they're just kind of going back and forth. Can you imagine these two? That would be, I, I honestly would pay money. I would be a subscriber to the Fetterman Biden radio show. If they could do a radio show for three hours, it would be phenomenal. You know, be, hey, man, I'm wearing aviators. Why do you always wear a big hooded sweatshirt and, and, and awkward looking basketball shorts on you? Well, what's that all about, man? He's like, well, I'm actually a trust fund recipient, but I pretend to be working class and want to empty out the prison so that the criminals can prey on you. That's pretty much where we'd be with the Biden Fetterman show. But it would be a would be a remarkable situation. They know they're losing on the oil, uh, oil and gas issue, by the way. That's a big one for them, too. Um, and, and even I've got to say, you know, Herschel Walker, who I was concerned about as a candidate. Uh, I had my concerns. Look, I've been rooting for him, hoping he's going to win. I interviewed him a bunch of times. He's getting there at the right time. Here he is. Play uh, 14 is Brian Kemp, the governor of Georgia, saying Herschel's making moves at the right time. I kind of see Herschel's race like a, a hard-hitting football game. You know, he took some early licks in the first and second quarter, came out of halftime, regrouped, took a few shots uh, in the third quarter. But it seems like the other team's starting to wear out to me, and I think Herschel's going to have a strong fourth quarter. Herschel's going to have a strong fourth quarter. I certainly think so. I think the whole GOP is going to have a strong fourth quarter, friends. I think that's what we're going to see here. Keep it going, though. Pedal to the metal, you across the country. If you can donate a little bit to your favorite candidate, do it. If you can get out. Most important thing for you guys and gals, find a couple of people you know who may or may not vote. Make sure they get to the polls. Make sure that they do the right thing. And, uh, you know, that's, that's going to be absolutely critical in this whole process. You know, I started watching Miami Vice, the original recently. I'd never watched it before on the advice of my uh, older brother. He says, you know, it's a great old show. I'm looking for shows to watch these days. So many of them are so bad. Um, I've gone through a lot of good shows. I feel like 10 years ago they were making some of the best TV they've ever made. Five years ago they're still making really good TV. And I think lately it's just gotten kind of weak. But the original Miami Vice, man, it's good. I just don't know if even in the right climate I could pull off a white suit, and a teal T-shirt. I'd like to think that I could, but Don Johnson was able to do things in uh, fashion in the 80s that I'm, I'm not sure I'd be able to pull off now, but I'll let you know how it's going. I'm enjoying watching Miami Vice. It's a very entertaining programming. If you have any great TV suggestions, by the way, facebook.com slash Buck Sexton. Send them to me there. And uh, if you're listening to this on podcast, by the way, we do a video on Rumble every day. Please check out the Buck Sexton Show on Rumble. You can uh, subscribe there if you want to actually get some video because we have the video clips now embedded. We're doing more and more production as we go along. Going to be building this out. But you, uh, a lot of you I know are original Saturday Squad, OSS. A lot of you have been with me now for 10 years. Uh, we're going to keep building out this show, this uh, this additional show past the radio show. So please spread the word, and I will talk to you all tomorrow. Shields high. Who is there for heroes of the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who helps our country's homeless veterans? And who helps our nation to never forget 9-11? Let me tell you who, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The Foundation's Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs comprise their in-the-line-of-duty programs. They're all dedicated to honoring our nation's heroes and their families. The Foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America. 
over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year, dozens of golf outings, and the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is educating kids kindergarten through 12th grade to help our nation keep its vow to never forget. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. Never forget the sacrifices of our country's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 